No, I know. I Did just, everyone get a tum but me? Yeah, I think so. I typically, I typically take two, but I'm gonna take one because I didn't. I haven't eaten anything. This yeah, is just kind of for fun. <laughs> this is a fun tum. You ever take tums for fun? <laughs> Dude, they actually are kind of good. Just eat a tum? Yeah. Yeah, just cause. It's not bad for you. I mean, like in excess, it is, but like just to have a tum. Oh, I bet you, you can. can. You can. Dude, you absolutely can. So Tums are calcium carbonate. Mm -hmm. Calcium carbonate overdose. Symptoms. Heart attack, death. <laughs> I'm going to give you some of the weaker ones first. I assume like ulcers. Weakness. No. Oh. Thirst. Like stomach ulcers. Headache. Uh, it's going to gradually get yeah. worse. Headache. Irritability. Depression. Abdominal pain. Yeah. Confusion. I'm, why am I constipation? Painful? On the other side of that coin, diarrhea. <laughs> oh, I'm shitting and it's hard to shit. Irregular heartbeat. <laughs> Muscle twitching. I'm shitting. So bone pain. Right <laughs> it says bone, bone pain. pain. Well, I don't even know what that it means. Says bone. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another gluten-free episode of Anything for <laughs> Politics. As always, my name is Jim Altman, and I am here with... Christian Breadrollman. Breadroll. 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 Because gluten. Um, I tried. I've been, and I'm going to keep trying. I, should I do what I've been doing? I'm slowing down a little bit. You are, and you're giving me some time. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm try if I know that it's going to be a particularly hard one, or if I'm just really excited to see what you can pull... Then uh, I'll slow down so I can I can let you workshop yeah, just a little bit. I appreciate that. But if it's like a word, then I'm like, oh, come on. He has to have a joke for yeah. this one. I'll just be like, my name's Jim and this is Christian Bread Rollman. Bread Rollman. It's there. Bread Roll. Yeah, Bread Roll. Do you call them Bread Rolls? That's a Bread Roll. Yeah, absolutely. I think you could have gotten by with just Christian Rollman. Yeah, but I, I yeah, because that, that, you gave me enough time to be like, roll or Bread Roll, roll or Bread Roll. And I really? went with Bread Roll. Yeah. That, that's valid. Yeah. And welcome back. Welcome back to welcome another back. episode of Anything Politics. We're getting there. We're getting there in the numbers. What is this? 73? 73, baby. Yeah. We're on our way to 100. It'll happen before we know it. Yeah. 27 weeks. Because, like, I remember recording, like, episode 50, episode 40. I remember every episode. I don't know why I'm saying, like, I remember this. I remember 32 and 31 and 30 and 29 and 28 <laughs> and 27. Can me keep going? Nah, you're <laughs> good. Okay, I'll stop counting. Hey, but thanks. No, no problem. Because now I know what the numbers are. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll reach 100 before we know it. Yeah. I've been reading recently. Oh, we're doing the Audible ad this quick? Yeah, Seth, play the music. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can go to audibletrial.com. Yeah, audibletrial.com slash AVP. Uh, because recently, There's I've been There's no way we're... No, no. I can. We can't. Because Seth, cut the music. no one's going to listen. Oh, cut the music. They're going to be like, oh my God, an ad at the beginning of a podcast? I'm out. But genuinely, I have been reading a book recently. I went to uh, Barnes & Noble just a couple of days before Sick. Mimi, uh, Mimi's birthday. And I uh, got a book. <laughs> it's, uh, How cool. It's it's called Everyone Has a Podcast Except You by the McElroy Brothers. Yeah, love those guys. Love those guys. Getting back into my brother, my brother. Literal comedic geniuses. They're so funny. And uh, they wrote a book on podcasting, pre-production, post-production, um, like yeah, tips and tricks. Because they've been doing it for a long fucking time, man. Yeah, they've been doing it for... Uh, 14 years? Uh, yeah. Crazy. And it's <clears throat> just... it's It's very affirming to our show, I think to read 
what we see as these kingpins of podcasting say things like, hey, if you're going to start our show from the beginning, start around the mid 200s. That's what they it's shitty beforehand. They were like, if you want to, you know, we're talking about they're talking about like microphones, like which microphone to use. If you want to hear what kind of quality you don't want, because when they started episode one of my brother, my brother and me um, in that book, they were saying that Griffin was using the microphone that came with rock band. <laughs> wow. And Travis was using like a $14 half mic, half headset from like Walmart. Yeah. And that's just what they used in the beginning. And they didn't have soundproofed rooms. They were like, if you want an example of what you don't want to sound like, then go listen to episode one. <laughs> yep. But please don't listen to episode one. If you're going to listen to our show, start around the mid 200s. Crazy. That's nuts. I can't imagine because like when people are like, hey, you have a podcast? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, I want to listen. And I'm like, that's cool. I say, don't listen to season one. And it's weird because as we keep growing and as we keep doing more, we fix the format, we tighten things. Don't listen to season two. <laughs> I've slowly started being like, start around 50, 50. 60. Like thing that's slowly happening. And that's a good thing because I used to be incredibly, I was understandably so much more proud of season two than season one because we tightened up a lot of loose things. Uh, and, and really the show began to come together. Uh, but now looking back in retrospect, there were things we still didn't have back then that we have now. I think that's just the evolution of a show like this. It's always going to be getting better because we're constantly going to be working on it. We have a whole team of people dedicated to this and they're all incredibly talented. So as we get better, we're just slowly going to be like, Hey, don't, one day we're going to be like, don't listen to the first hundred episodes. We're going to say that one day. That's going to be fucking weird. So what I'm hearing is, then this is pointless. What I'm, what I'm saying it. is that this is for a special type of listener who just really vibes with yeah. the shit we make. Thanks, so if you're guys. here, well, if you're here right now, if you're here in like 2022, then like you're probably just listening live and we appreciate you. You were Thank here you. since the beginning. Remember that later. But uh, much later, if, if you're listening to this and like, uh, you know, things that like people say ages ago yep. and then like it, not real. It, it cycles back. That's not real. Yeah. If you're listening in... 2026 then post this on whatever social media is most popular at the time and tag us yeah post it on flu fluff and i will send you 50 dollars. i'll send you if 50. you are listening to this episode and you can just record the first person i'm gonna say the first person to do that in 2026 yeah who is not ty or another member of our team <laughs> i'll send you because there will be no dollars i'll send you 0. 0.000004 bitcoin yeah, because in uh, that would be like four million dollars. In four, you're saying in four years, yeah, four years, the entire financial system will crumble. Well, could be completely, yeah, yeah, no more. Buy dollars. So yeah, I and I mean that. 2026. Record this bit. First person to do it and post it and tag me. Fifty bucks. Your wallet. That's pretty cool. Because that's just where we're gonna be someday. Absolutely. And that's that's nutso butso. That is nutso butso. Now. If you're the type of fan who's listening, uh, just like binge watching some of our old episodes in the future, then you know that last episode, Christian left us on a little bit of a cliffhanger. And I've been hanging on this cliff for a week. But yeah. for those binge watching, I've been hanging on for what, like half hour? Yep. If that. 20 minutes, maybe. So here is the thing. Let me off this cliff. Pull me up. Pull me up. It's no secret that. Hang on. <laughs> Well, I'm just getting tired. It's no secret that when I was in high school, I did a little bit of musical theater. I think we all did a little bit of musical theater. We it's a hell did. of a drug. It, it sure is. 
And I got the opportunity to play a really cool role uh, in a theater that I did not usually. This was, my, I believe, my second show in this theater. It was. I like, mean, that's just fitting, though. You are kind of a role man. <laughs> that's good. Thank you. Uh, yeah, is a is a neat role. It's very different than what I usually play, and it was very fun. And that role was the role of Sebastian in The Little Mermaid. Interesting. Yeah, it was a fucking blast. Cool. And of course, he in the first scene is a conductor. Yeah. Dun, 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 yeah. And so I got no, not in that. Really? He's a conductor. He conducts the Mer Sisters in their little number. They have a little number that they do for the. Does king. Sebastian not conduct under the sea? No, he sings in Under the Sea. He's the lead singer Under the Sea. Was that your song? That was did my you song. eat it up? I sure did. Awesome. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, he conducts cause he's the conductor for the King's court and he conducts yes. the King's daughters in their little number that they do for their father. Yes. They're like, dad, look at what we can do. And then they do a little number and I'm sitting there doing that. And I'm at the front of the stage and I'm doing that. So that is just, that's just the setup. So they give me a little baton and I get a cool little baton. I'm like, cool. I get to use a baton. Hold it in your little lobster paws. In my little lobster Or is he a crab? Crab paws. Crab paws. Sebastian's a crab. Is he a crab? Did we look it up at some point? Uh, I don't think we looked it up at some I've point. I don't want else. to have to look it up. I yeah. think he's a crab. I think he's a crab too. We're gonna go. He's a crab. crab. He's, he's crab. He's for sure a crab. I know what a lobster looks like. He doesn't look like a lobster. I've seen the way he, he walks. Like yeah, I've seen the way he walks. He walks like a crab. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I got my little baton. You played him. You should know this. Yeah, I know, right? I, and I knew at the time, but this was like 2015. This is like fair. seven years ago. That's right. So I'm doing the baton, and I'm uh, blah blah blah, and that's fine. And this was a, re- a rehearsal. Yeah. And I was like, great. And one of my acting choices. Was at the finish, I grab the baton. It's not really an acting choice. It's just I grab the baton and I like hold it and then I scurry off stage. Perfect. And I walk off stage and I go, my hand's hurting. I'm wearing these little gloves, by the way. I had little red gloves. Yeah. I was like, my hand really hurts. And I look in. This baton was made of fiberglass. What? And I was not told that I'm not supposed to touch this part. What? So there's just glass all in my hand it's stuck in the glove i had to take the glove off and as i'm taking the glove off it's ripping through my skin yeah it was so painful who's the prop master for this production i don't even remember but i don't think they ever did anything ever again <laughs> i hope not even like you're never props you're just never part of theater ever again <laughs> you let a child grab glass confidently squeeze it in his hand walk off stage Seth, tell me if I'm wrong. They don't make fiberglass batons. They must have just picked up a random stick. No, no, no. It, it, no. There are that a lot of. That was an official baton, but it a was lot made of, of fiberglass. A lot of batons are fiberglass. Yeah. And just by grabbing it, you're cutting yourself. Yeah, it's got fucking. It's got glass all in it. Because that's why I asked him. I was like, "Is that?" I asked Seth earlier. Is this? Does this have? Is this made of glass? And he's like, "No, it's plastic," which is how it should be. But that's a lot insane. of older batons are fiberglass. That's insane. Couldn't tell you why. Maybe because it's shiny and you can see it better. You know, fucking no clue. If your prop has an opportunity to really hurt you, typically you do get a talk from your props manager. <laughs> yeah. And dude, I'm telling you like severe pain because fiberglass is not, you're not like getting like thick shards of glass. It's not like you cut a bottle yeah. or you break a bottle and it's like big glass. No, it's tiny little itty bitty pieces of glass all just. Shoo. So I had to just individually tweezer each little because you can't like. <laughs> You're just going to push it into your hand more. So you have to tweeze every little one. There was at least 50. Yeah. Just all in my skin. Hurt like a motherfucker. I've, yeah. I've been a props master before. And the and the length of time I spend with actors on... What the uh, prop is. On like a, danger, a yeah. more dangerous prop. 
if it is so dangerous that you have to do a pre-show check every time, because you know the like we're gonna mm-hmm. run fight call, we're gonna run dance call. Oh yeah. Hey, let's run the dangerous props. Yep. Um, I was in Godspell and I played Judas. Uh, and there's the song "All for the Best." All for the best. Uh, and it was, of course, it was my favorite number. Are you it's kidding such me? A good Are you number. Kidding me? God, my... I'd love to do that. And I loved the guy that played my Jesus. So we, um, Jesus. yeah, he was a great guy. That's my Jesus right there. That was he was my Jesus. <laughs> and uh, it was a prop that I owned, which was great because it was also in the film. Mm. Uh, there's a bit where Jesus shoots out his arm mm-hmm. and when his arm hits its farthest from his body a cane materializes yes from absolutely nowhere he's holding a dancing cane yeah and then uh judas tries fails yep tries fails and on that third hit uh jesus takes the end of his cane and he taps uh judas's like fist and another cane just materializes it yeah. comes out of fucking nowhere yeah and that's because this entire like four or five foot tall cane can fit in the palm of your hand yeah Thing is, though, in order for it to spring out that fast, it's the thing's made of metal. Yeah. You know those slap bracelets? Yeah. Imagine that it was like 50 times that length and just coiled. Mm-hmm. That's what those canes are. So that can hurt. That can hurt. Seth can attest to that. Do you still have it, the scar? Yeah. Uh, it took a chunk out of his pinky. Stop. Yeah, because if it, the thing about that is... Uh, so it's kind of like a mm, grenade. It's got, uh, when it's coiled up, the bottom of the cane feeds through the top and it's got this little pin that can pivot and go sideways. Yeah. So the way that you uh, let it go is you put that bottom of the cane right in the palm and then you push down on the side, which releases the pressure for the pin, which can then go from sideways, a locked position mm. to upwards an unlocked position. And then what you've got to do to safely deploy it is... Let go and bring your hand away, <laughs> let it extend, and then you grab Got it out it. of the air. Yeah. It's a very... And if you practice with this for a few days, yeah. you can safely, instead of bringing it all the way back here, you can safely hup, hup, yeah. just bring your hand like a few inches away and then yeah. re-grab it. Because um, that pin that locks it, you can also tie a handkerchief to it. And there's a famous trick where you just wave this handkerchief around. Yeah. And then the handkerchief turns into the cane that's so it, dope it looks so much better yeah but um in the in the production that's what we did it yeah. just materialized out of nowhere um and I, i'm gonna say that i was the unwise one here because seth just wanted to check it out and oh, um yeah i wasn't props master for right. that show i was that you were was just like this is dope you should yeah that was a very not amateur show but it wasn't like a professional yeah either. It, was, it was community it, theater it wasn't at my community theater it was at like my church Oh, oh, oh. But it was directed by someone who does community of, theater, yeah. and everyone involved was, was from my theater. We were just doing it at, at a church, church, for the church. Gotcha. With the church. Cool. Um, And, yeah, I was just letting my buddy check it out. Because had you used it before? Because I owned it. It was, like, at my house. So, like, had you fucked with it at my house before? Yeah, I think so. This wasn't the first time he touched the thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, a mistake happened, and he just got cut, and uh, it really happened so fast that it yeah. happened, and he went, oh. oh, that's a lot of blood. Yeah. And then we ran to the kitchen, and, uh, yeah, you also, like, you also, like, there's adrenaline going on, and so whatever pain you, in, like, endure on stage, you don't really notice until you are off stage. And that's you're true. like, cool, you take a breath. I don't think I've ever been injured on stage. And then, you, uh, 
Well, your Vuitton yeah. story, I mean, like, gosh, I can't imagine the fiberglass. It hurt, man. And it hurt for several days. I'm sure. Just lots of little cuts. You couldn't see the cut. That was the crazy thing. You couldn't see the cuts. You could just feel them. You know when you get a splinter and it's like, ow, that really hurts? And you're like, you can't fucking find it? Yeah. That's, that's yeah, that's how it felt for, for a couple of days. Um, but yeah, that's that's the, that's the weird baton story of like, hey, fucking, if you're props master in a theater... Talk, and talk and don't people. and you have to give a child glass at some point. Let him know it's glass. I didn't know. And then there was at one point it was afterwards. They were like, "How did you not know it was glass?" I was like, "No one told me. I just grabbed the baton and went on stage. That's my job." One, no one told me. Two, I'm fifteen. Yeah, I'm fifteen. I might have been sixteen at that point, but even fucking still, I'm I'm twenty two. I'm a fucking moron. <laughs> yeah. Please tell me it's glass. No one told me that. <laughs> the majority of the prop I'm holding is has shards of glass on it. No one told me that. How do you not tell someone that? <laughs> yeah, that's an important one. <laughs> it it feel, felt like it. I remember doing Les Miserables around the same time, about 2015. Mm. And um, this wasn't an issue where he didn't know that a prop was made of glass. It was just an issue where they were doing a scene change. And it was, I think, I think it was a performance. I don't even think it was tech. Oof. I think it was a proper performance. And he just goes off stage. This is Jean Valjean stealing like uh, the two silver candlesticks and uh, like a, like a chalice. Yeah. But the thing about that cup was that it was painted to be silver. It was, a, it was a glass cup. And it was just dark, and they were doing a scene change. And he was off stage. He was, like, stage left. And uh, you just hear... <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and from then on, I think it was plastic for the rest of the run. Yeah, it should have been. But, uh, do not... Do, if you can avoid it, don't ever have glass on stage. Yeah. What a baton story. What a crazy yep, ba- baton story. Hey, you had to wait a whole week for that. I have a baton story. Yeah, tell me your baton story. Different baton. Not a conducting baton. Oh, a flippity-flew baton. Like a billy stick. Like a billy club. Oh, oh, oh. Like a police baton. Okay, so not like a marching band. No. Okay. Do I have one of or those? Color I might. Or whatever it is. But I'm thinking of, and funnily enough, this is also Les Miserables. Oh. Um, I don't know what my director was on but for a lot of my early musical theater career he really he pushed me Mm. and i think it's hopefully because he saw some good stuff there and he's like oh he can do it absolutely but like i was averaging four to five roles per production like in the show not even not even extra stuff like being props master yeah like just quick changing the hell out of shit quick changes to hell and back yeah uh, uh, Seth and I were, I believe, both under this situation where we needed to come on and be phantoms to Scrooge oh, sure. and be like, you're gonna go to hell if you don't change. Yeah. And then we had to sprint off stage, get wipe all of our full face makeup, full pale gaunt makeup, Yep. had to wipe all of it off, take all the gray clothes and cobwebs and chains off, throw on six button fly pants, button flies. You ever wore button flies? Yeah, they suck balls, man. Six buttons we had to button up. Get ready for a Fezziwig scene, which happens roughly like a song. It was nuts. It was constantly on stage. Okay, we're going to go off stage and we're going to fucking sprint to the back. I'm going to have to put a full face of makeup on, put on a wig, put on a whole outfit. And uh, in Les Miserables, I probably ended up playing like four roles. I was one of the the college boys who died on the barricade. I was a police officer. I was a sailor. Seth was the sailor. Which one was he? I was the sailor who had sex with Fontaine. 
You know how she got, yeah. uh, you know how she, she died from STD, did she not? Like, is, that, is that just, is that just kind of. Well, I was 15. Give an STD. Not a good yeah. defense. <laughs> uh, no, is that, can we agree that's what Fontaine died of? I don't fucking know. I, don't, I hate that show. She cut off her hair, pulled out her teeth, probably infection from the teeth pulling in the 1800s. So there's a scene where there's like a fight in the market and uh, Javert comes out to kind of break it up and he's followed by two other police officers to kind of enforce what Javert is saying. And it was played by me and my friend Coy and it was uh, the offstage we're waiting to run out and it goes Javert in the front and then me in the middle and then Coy in the back. And if you don't know much about Les Mis, it, it's all musical. There's no spoken lines. It's all happening to music. So all of the cues are like just listening to the music. This is a pretty fast paced scene. The tempo is yeah. just like very quick. Just like, dun, 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 my name is Javier. What the fuck is going on? Like he just runs out there. Because like, oh, yeah, there's a fight. There's a fight going on, yeah. on in the square. <laughs> and um, so we're about to like just kind of run out. And right before we go out, Koi takes his like police baton and just fucking up my ass. Why? Just, just right before we go on stage, <laughs> like seconds before we go, he's just like, da, 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 da. <laughs> just like right. And I was like, and like as I was reacting, I was walking because yep. it was our cue. Yep. So I just go out there and I take my place and I'm just like standing there and I'm shaking because God, was it funny? It was That's so really funny. funny. Directors get mad at you and you do that shit. Yeah, they do. <laughs> if you get caught. If you get uh, we never got caught from that one. Hell yeah. I've done a lot of things. That is one that went under the radar. Hell yeah, dude. So, there are a lot of... If there was... Okay, so if you went to a pool and you were told, hey, just so you know, this pool, at this pool, there is in fact a dead body in the pool. <laughs> okay. Would you be like, I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm going to chill on this pool, actually. I'm going to go to a different pool that doesn't have a dead body in it. Yeah, that's... Yeah? Yeah. So intrigued to see where you go with this, but when you go to the ocean, there's like crazy amount of dead bodies in the ocean. So, at some point, there the, is there. This implies a this ratio. Impl yeah, a ratio of dead bodies to body of water size, size, yeah. and your willingness to go into that said body of water. What is the correct ratio? If I brought you to my swimming pool and I said there's fish come in here if i told you that there are um wait hold on hold on because i i already know the statistic but i want to give you the accurate number okay how much oh yeah what's the ratio to the ocean and like what would that ratio be to a smaller swimming pool uh so so um so also, that means there's no fish in a pool, so that just means you're having buckets of fish come and you're pouring it into your own pool. That's not natural <laughs> fish come. Okay, I'm reading right now that the average whale ejaculates a, a thousand and five hundred liters of cum each load. Whales aren't fish. Uh, there's a welcome. Welcome in the ocean. Damn. Welcome to the ocean. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> And the average whale ejaculates 1,500 liters each load. Hey, and we don't know how, so often, how often they're... We don't know. Yeah, there could and be some horny whales? whales. How many whales? Yeah, and how many of them are fucking... How many, how, many, how, many, how many whales are there in the world? 
You have to assume. I love how it doesn't say ocean. How many whales are in the world? You have to assume that there's one whale that is providing most of that. You know what I mean? Not one singular whale, but one type of whale. What is the whale population? Do you know what whale is, like, what type of whale is probably providing most of that? Most of the uh, sperm whale? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sperm whale. <laughs> but, like, <clears throat> how, how much whale cum has to be in my pool before you say, I'm going to pass on that pool? I don't feel very welcome at your pool. Whale cum at your pool. Uh, I'm going to go with, like, any. If there's a drop of whale cum <laughs> yeah. in that pool... I'm, I'm not good. in there. Because at some point, you're going to get a little bit of you're gonna, water in your mouth. You're going to. And you're going to be like, hey, there could have been whale cum in that. I could have just swallowed or just... That's the thing. There's briefly, one drop in a whole pool. So yeah. the probability is very low. Super low. But still possible. Yeah, it's still possible. And your mind's going to fuck with you. You like, don't know. Did you do it? The likelihood is just... Did you do it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I could have. Did you swallow whale cum? I'll never know. But in the ocean... Well, that shit's fine. Oh, yeah. Do we Whatever. think the salt just disinfects things? <laughs> no, but I also don't get... I rarely get salt water in my... Like, I'm a little bit more careful in the ocean. Yeah, because that shit's salty, dude. It's really... Like, um, overly so, I'd say. I love a good salt. I love salt on my food. See, my thing is I the, I think... Oh, yeah, I love salt on my food. Yeah, salt's great on the food. But, like, the the... I think it's so overly salty. Normal ocean water. The Dead Sea is, like, the saltiest... A uh, body of water there. You're is. just taking clumps of salt and sticking it in your face. That's what I'm saying, man. A lot of salt. Let's, let's do an episode of the Dead Sea. <laughs> let's do an episode, a Dead Sea episode. Because like it, it must be so easy to float. It is. They say anybody can like floats. I'd say they say I believe bowling balls float. No. Am I getting that wrong? Seth, look that up. <laughs> it do float. Bowling balls I, float. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm telling you, like it's. That's insane. Yeah, it's physically impossible for you to go. Like some people have difficulty. Like even if they push really hard, they have trouble going underwater. But yeah, no. So like the dead body thing. Yeah. What's the ratio? Oh, if there was a if there was a pool, how big would the pool have to be for you to be like chill with going in there? If there's a my real answer. Yeah. A hundred miles. I don't care how big the pool is, as long as that body is one hundred miles from away. Me, yeah. Then I think I'd be okay with it. We're talking about dead bodies in the ocean. Yeah fucking amelia Earhart. where'd she where'd, what's she up to where do you think she went off where to? do you think she went off to some where people did, think some people think coconut it's crabs. so past her curfew where is she where is it's amelia about time Earhart? she came back yeah you know what it's past what if she just came back what if what if, okay like the year's like 2025 Ugh. she lands yeah the plane comes back lands she's like Whoa, what the hell is this i mean you have to assume that then just there's somewhere in the sky that there's a little warp hole and time travel there's no other because she died in like the 1800s? No, 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 1900s. She went missing. She went missing in the 1900s, early 1900s. And she comes back. She's not like 90 years older. No, that's, she is. There has to be some, something in the sky that's time travel. You pass through that thing, time travel. You know, there are like micro wormholes all over the place. Yeah. They just open and shut. Yeah. Oh. I mean. There's one over there. They're, they're kind of uh, not laws, but they're kind of like uh, they're theorems stating that with the quantum state of things there is a infinitely small but infinitely present it's possible that like one day if you just punch a wall your hands your gonna hands go, go right through, the fuck yeah. through you've heard this it would get stuck wouldn't it uh assuming it only, that yeah it would only briefly make it through you couldn't pull it back out right the molecules and everything would close up around it 
Uh, who's to say? Yeah, it's literally says. never happened in observable life. Yeah. For as long as people have been able to uh, record these things, it's not happened because yeah. of that infinitely small chance. Yeah. But it is possible. Yeah. Because what's weird is that, like, if you've seen a diagram of an atom, which isn't super accurate, but, like, you can see there's point in the middle, and then it's got yeah electrons, neutrons, and orbit. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's not called... No, I'm thinking of a cell. What's in the middle? Nucleus? Nucleus. What's is in the, the middle of an atom? Well, I know that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Neutron? And then it's got electrons and protons, right? So that's sure, probably dude. right. I don't fucking... I did not go to college. I used to know these things. Yeah. I used to know these things very well. Yeah. And I feel bad that I don't right You now. cared a lot and still do care a lot about these things. Yeah, I do. I do. It's very much your uh, wheelhouse. I, I just haven't practiced it in a while. Yeah, it's not my wheelhouse. What's the question? Uh, uh, the makeup of an atom. What's at the center? Uh, the nucleus. Nucleus. It is very... That's very cell terminology. Yeah. Nucleus of an atom. And then, uh, but the thing is, most of that diagram is empty space. Yeah. And you're made of those. Yeah. It's weird to think, but your body is 90% empty space. Yeah. So empty and empty can go through a wall. Theoretically. Yeah. It's never happened. But... Are you familiar with the bit by uh, from Pete Holmes? Uh, which one? Nothing makes any fucking sense. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where he talks about like, we're just made of molecules. Like. And these molecules know that they're molecules? What the... F what? That doesn't make any fucking sense. And then he's like... And this stool... He's standing by the stool. He's like... This stool is made of the same, like, molecules that I'm made of. And if I put my hand on... Like, around this... Then the molecules will go from the stool to my hand. And the ones from my hand will go... And when we ask science, like... Why don't they just go through, go each, through each other? other? The answer is... We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> what? You think you're on a planet? Yeah. Zoom, Zoom out! It's <laughs> so good! Zoom out! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, that's such a great bit. It's probably his best. It's his most famous bit. It's not his best, but it is his most famous bit. It's, it's his machine. It's yeah. his Bert. It's his Bert's Bert Kreischer. His oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah machine. It's the machine, yes. It's his machine story. Yeah, absolutely it is. I see it all the time. It comes up all the time. It's re it's really good, and yeah. it's funny. Zoom out. Zoom out. None of it makes fucking sense. Yeah, and he's like, and the universe is, the universe is never ending. It's infinite, and it's also getting, getting bigger. bigger. That means... What does he say? Like, Infinity endlessness is getting, is getting bigger. bigger. That makes no fucking sense. And it doesn't. And it really awesome. doesn't. Science doesn't make any sense at all, but it makes all the sense. It's weird. It's a weird thing, science. Yeah. Science is cool. But, it uh, is cool. It's not my thing. I don't love it. Because um, you can't nail it down. Yeah. It would take you too long to... You can't nail it down. History, I love. History, you can nail it down. This it happened then, and we know that for a fact. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Science is like, hey, we thought something five years ago and now it's not true. Yeah. That, I hate that. Mm -hmm. I hate that because I can never be certain that I'm speaking truthfully. Yeah. It's annoying. I, I hate, I really do hate science. Science is the thing that's like just eternally in a state of being yeah. like practiced. I really don't love that about it. I don't like the word practice for a lot of things. Yeah. Because like, uh, you know, you know, doctors practice medicine. They do. Surgeons practice. Yeah lawyers Damn, practice i do, i don't want my doctor to practice on me i All want right. him to be good by the time he opens me up time to practice on this <laughs> dude <laughs> i hate that yeah they're practicing medicine because it's not a for sure thing no you know uh th you know things can happen and uh oh this thing had a side effect yeah. we didn't know about or turns out uh, 
we crossed some wires in there yeah. and you're just dead. If you ever receive anything from your doctor, know that the second they walk out the door, they go, oh, and then they walk away. That's, oh, that works. <laughs> and there's just thousands of people who do that. Yeah. No one ever goes out the door and is like, nailed it. That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. It's always. That's got to work. Please don't. Please no malpractice. Please no malpractice. Please no malpractice. Because str- you never know. I've struggled with um, things in the past. And I've been put on uh, a few different medications to help me with those demons I was struggling with back yeah. then. And uh, uh, it, it really was. The doctor like sat me down. He was like, listen, these things affect people differently. And literally, it's just going to be hit or miss. Yeah, we're going to try some we're, shit. We're going to throw some pills at you. And you're going to take them. And you're going to see how it goes. And yeah. he's like, next time I come in, he's like, all right, it's been a month. How do you feel? And yeah. it's like, I don't. And he's like, well, that's not good. Shit. Um, <laughs> shit. Fuck. And that's um, the thing with like the difference between, because obviously. Unfortunately, that's how a lot of like depressive things I was gonna go. Say, like, is like, mentally, if you're sad and then you get on a medication, you go in, it's like, do you feel sad? No. no. Do you feel happy? No. no. We well, don't feel sad. So I'm going to keep on this medicine. That happens more than you think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a, like, um, um. I don't, that's not mental medication, but like medication for your mental state and your emotional state is like even more so difficult to like nail down. Like with my experience, it's the like- The brain? Gray matter? Fucking weird. No, that doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, but like whenever I had issues with like, if I had like whatever lung problems or sinus problems, they'd be like, okay, well, last time you had this problem, we did this for you. So we're just going to do that again. And we're going to keep doing that until it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So I'd be on like, there'd be a period of like three or four years where I'd be on one medic, a specific medication every time I had a, 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 an episode. And then at some point it would be like, okay, that medicine's not really working for your episodes anymore. Let's do something different. Yeah. Sometimes it was, we needed to do something more drastic or sometimes just needed a lateral move to just a different medication that does the same type of thing, but your body's not. Cause a lot, when you take a lot of times when you take medicine, your body tries to fight the medicine. Be- Time to wake up. Wake up. <laughs> wake up. Forgive yourself. It wasn't your fault. Wake up. Could you imagine? <laughs> no, I think I got a little scared. <laughs> <laughs> I typically wake up at one o'clock. Gotcha. But yeah, your body often will try to fight off certain medications. Yeah. Because it's a foreign substance. They're like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Mm-hmm. Because the medication is coming in to fight the thing that your body's already fighting. Mm-hmm. It's just losing that fight. So it's like backup, but it thinks your body thinks it's just being attacked from the rear by something, another foreign substance. So medicine's fucking weird, man. It's, it's tough to nail down. I am incredibly lucky to say that I no longer have to take that, uh, uh, medicine for my depression because, um, very early on, I, uh, I immediately coupled it. I didn't want that to be my saving grace Mm -hmm. for some people that does have to be the case. And that's Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. But, um, I was like, if I'm going to be taking medication, I also do want to be attending therapy. So I went to therapy and that helped um, so much to the point where I was eventually ready to just kind of wean off of it. And I spoke with my therapist about it and my doctor about it. And we safely got me off and I've lived since then a very happy life. Bad things still happen. And yeah, I do still have episodes, but I'm not living a life that uh, requires that anymore. So I was able to get off that. Um, My ADHD... (laughs) That's kind of stuck around. And the interesting thing is, uh, as an adult, it manifests so differently than it does when you're a kid. Yeah. Because um, one, just kind of the balancing chemicals is different. But two, your lifestyle is different. I mean, at school, you're kind of sitting and you always have to be attentive and you're always like, like being spoken to and learning and having to do things. When you go out into the real world, it's like, 
I'm not, someone's not always there going, hey, Jim, 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 stop talking. Stuff's happening. Listening. Stuff's happening, Jim. You're just kind of like, hey, important shit will be said to you every day of your life that you're going to have to remember. But no one is going to afford that you're not, everyone's going to assume you're paying attention because typically you're able to. Yeah. I am not. Yeah. But that is a side effect of my ADHD medication is uh, my focus shoots through the roof. Uh, my emotional standings definitely do go down. Yeah. It used to be a lot worse. As an adult, it has manifested a little bit better. Good. But um, I still kind of go blank. Yeah. I don't get sad, but like <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm definitely less happy. Yeah. I'm less touchy. Like I'm mm. less of a of a loving person. Interesting. I'm not rude, but I'm just yeah. kind of like someone tries to like hug on me or something. I'm like, hey, I'm good. Yeah, it's over there. Yeah, I'm just I, I'm over here and I've got I've got to fucking write an essay or I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's kind of like that, but uh, it, it's crazy. These things, like these side effects. Some people might take the same medication, same dosage as me, and not get that side effect. Totally different experience. Yeah. That medicine might not even work for them. Their focus might not be helped yeah by taking that so um yeah it's important to know like your body reacts to even with like food your body is going to react differently to so the was, me- metabolism yeah i was talking about this with my mom yesterday is this our science episode i know it feels so like serious but we'll we'll we might get into the funnies but i was having a conversation with my mom we're allowed to have non-funny episodes yeah at, at heart we're a comedy podcast but i mean like sometimes we're just gonna shoot shit yeah i was having a conversation with my mom yesterday because yesterday was in fact mother's day and uh, I called her. We talked for like three hours. And at one point, we were just talking about diet. And like, my dad needs carbs. He needs like, yeah. It just his your dad bo- looks like he needs carbs. Yeah, his in a body. Good way. Yeah, absolutely. His body doesn't work properly without carbohydrates. Yeah, which is fine. Carbs aren't bad inherently. Um, Nothing is inherently bad in moderation. Heroin. E- even okay. No, there are yeah. so few things. But you yes. know, like the food pyramid? Yeah. Oils is on it. Mm-hmm. You do have to have a little bit of oils. Just a tiny bit. Is sugar? I believe so. I don't know if it is. Okay. You you keep talking. I could be, I could, I could totally be completely wrong on that. But You're I feel fine. like sugar is like the one thing that like, there might be like simple sugar is fine, but like complex sugars. Anyway, but my mom, when she has like, like really any carbs at all her body just fights it her body doesn't like it and so she gets very tired she gets like super low energy she does not her body doesn't react well to carbs so it's just completely different everybody every body is completely different and reacts differently to different foods different medications different anything oh okay so uh fats and sugars are actually combined on the food pyramid okay yep fats oils and sweets Interesting. It's at the little peak of the pyramid at the very top because you yeah. don't need a lot of them, no. but they're still important. Yes. You okay. need a little Fair bit enough. of everything. Yeah. Unless you can't, in which case you find healthy substitutes elsewhere. Yes. Like some people can't have dairy and that's fine. I also, I also, also, I also think that. I don't think the food pyramid's a perfect way to look at it. I was about either. to say, it's, it's not because like, what is a small amount? Like what's a small amount of sugar? Oh, you know, it's interesting. Hmm. Now this doesn't work for sugar as well, but uh, just in terms of like, what is a good serving <clears throat> size of blank? Um, Mimi growing up, they had him, uh, put out his palm and that is your serving size. Like when you're a kid, yeah. this is how much rice you should have. Yeah. And then as you grow, it gets bigger. This is how much rice I should have. Yeah. You know, this is how much this, how much that. So it was kind of, that's just kind of what they did as kind of, it's not hard and true fast. Right. Fast and true. What is the saying? Fast and true. Fast and true. Yeah. 
That's Sonic if he's telling the truth. I'm sorry. I don't know why. I just... The joke there was Sonic is fast. I don't know why I thought that'd be a good reach. No, it was okay. But we say that It was sometimes. for sure a stretch, but like most of the shit I say is a stretch, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. You're a stretchy guy. Because you're tall was the joke. Yeah? Yeah. Sorry, that was a bit of a stretch. Uh, anyway. <clears throat> yes. So for me, I need a shitload. Like this is how much rice plus the other one. Plus two more of these and two more. Like I need a Your shitload. Your metabolism's of food. fucking insane. Yeah, I eat a shitload and I'm still 145 pounds. Well, okay, and I might be so fucking wrong here, so please correct me if I am. Yeah. You, uh, uh, for those that don't know, hey, if it's your first episode, first off, this isn't what it's typically like. This is uh, uh, a little uh, serious right now. Bill Nye the Science Guy episode. Bill little Nye little the bit of a uh, little bit of uh, Christian Jim Science. Sure. Christian Jim the Science. No, no. <laughs> Christian slash Jim the Science. The science guys. But this isn't typically what it's like. But if it is your first episode, Christian is chronically chronic. Chronically chronic. What do you got? Back at it again. Uh, cystic fibrosis. And you had to have your large intestine removed? That does not really a big integral part of who I, th- I am. I, I know it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're not part of my disease. <laughs> I, I, I was just thinking like there is a shorter passageway that you get to digest things. There is a shorter passageway of the digested food to my asshole. Okay, and but so there's all the less... digestion still gets to happen. Yes, all my digestion okay. for the most part happens. I need help. I need enzymes to okay. help me. Okay. But the storage space for how much shit I can keep in my body is not high. And so the shit needs to get out. <laughs> I just keep yeah, I was shit. just wondering if you needed a lot of food because like you didn't have the best opportunity to digest all of it before it was on its way out of the building. So at the core of cystic fibrosis, this is a bit like what you can boil it down to is I have thick ass mucus and it slows up all of my organs. Damn. So every organ works a little bit less than it should. And so like I don't digest things super well because my digestive tract is a little bit slower. Yeah. And Why so don't you just stop being alive? No, like having thick mucus. Just don't do that. Shit. Do you know what do you know what somebody told me one time? What? He said, Why don't you just inject mucin mucinex into your body? What'd you tell him? <laughs> you that they're a genius. <laughs> you cured cystic fibrosis. You Congratulations. <laughs> wow i'm not sick anymore you can't do that (laughs) that was a drink bleach situation (laughs) that's also not like why i have thick i don't have thick mucus just because i have thick mucus you're not congested no (laughs) you're chronically ill there's something in my dna and in my cells that that's why they can't find a cure is because it's embedded in the cells yeah they're like they're they're fighting they're constantly working we got to make that shit thick yeah because if we don't we'll die yeah there's something some sort of connection issue where it's like we got to keep making thick ass mucus and it just keeps making thick ass mucus and there's a lot of other issues but like at its core that's pretty much the the big problem with cf so every single organ of mine works worse and slower than it should so the large intestine thing is just i had a blockage in my large intestine the best way to remove it was to just remove a bunch of my large intestine yeah and so i've less storage space now do you have a little bit of large intestine like a little bit yeah do you have two small intestines pretty much now because it, it was big and then you removed most of yeah, it Yeah, i just have two small intestines or do you have like small bigger intestine medium intestine mm, yeah small intestine and uh the other one the... wouldn't it just be intestine it's just it's not big. intestine and intestine. <laughs> your small intestine and your intestine. And your intestine. You got Ursa Major, Ursa Minor. Intestine. Constellations. Just do uh, uh, in- intestine Const- major. Constant. Intestine minor. Constant intestines. 
Yeah, that was that was rough. I Seth got I, that. I don't know what that was. I don't know what it was. I was trying to combine constellation and intestines. In my head, it really was going to work really well, and then it so didn't. What did you say, Seth? No, I, I tried it too. It didn't work. Yeah, <laughs> I really, like in your head, it really seems like one of those things that could totally work. Yeah. And then it just doesn't. Constitestins is about as close as you can get, and that's just atrocious. Intestellations. Oh, God bless you. Intestellations is fire. You know, it's funny. I looked up where is sugar on the food pyramid. That's the name of my next album. What do you think the answer to that kind of question would be? If I What's phrase the... the question, where is sugar found on the food pyramid? What do you think the answer would be? At the top. That's funny. Because, like, the food pyramid is shown in different ways. I've seen it taken as slices. I've seen it taken as chunks. Like, here's the bottom, here's yeah. the middle, here's the top. It's fun. I, I looked up where is sugar on the food pyramid. One word came back. Tip. 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 It's the right tip. at the tip. It's found at the tip. Yeah. Tip. You can find sugar at the tip. Take that to mean whatever you mean it to mean. I have sugar on my penis. Is the joke. <laughs> they call me sugar tips. <laughs> yeah, this is an episode where we decidedly decided to talk about something that just wasn't very funny. Very funny. Those are kind of interesting. It's weird how we got there. We yeah. started with the with the fiberglass and the and the such. Yeah, and then we got to dead bodies and in the, the oceans tums. and tums. Where were you headed with that? What dead bodies in the? I ocean. just wanted to Did know. Did you finish that arc? I mean, I just wanted to know what ratio of of dead bodies to water. Hundred miles. Hundred. That's so much. We got to get back to this because that's so much. I wanted to push back, and we moved on to science very quickly. Why is it so much? That's a lot. Yeah. So, like that ratio. You know, there's way like a shitload of dead bodies, like pretty close to the surface of the surface, pretty close to the shallow end of the ocean. Like nah. the beach. There is. Definitely nah. within 100 miles. Nah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, there's a lot of dead bodies. And also like... Yeah, but my thing is there's not a ratio. It's not a volumetric thing. Like if there was 100 bodies in the same pool as me, but if they were all 100 miles, all 100 mi I'm not saying that I need 100 miles per body. Right, I know. But if you step foot into the ocean, you are within 100 miles of a dead body. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. No question. No matter where you step. In the ocean or under the dirt of the ocean? Under the sand of the uh, ocean? Probably a little bit of both. Do you uh, know how many people have died in the ocean? If they're under the sand, I'm okay. Because I walk so through if, cemeteries. Not often. Okay, that, that's so, not like a thing I do, by the way. So what, you, <laughs> so what you're telling me is if you stepped foot in the ocean and there was a dead body six feet below you, directly underneath the sand, you'd be chill with that? Yeah. I, I don't like that. <laughs> it's like you're out of cemetery. It's not, though, because <laughs> there's also for sure, like, there's a coffin, and dirt is definitely not the same as sand. Oh, uh, no coffin? He's under there raw? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't bury him in the ocean. Why not? Usually they just chuck a dead body in there. What if he was a cat? We also probably died in the ocean. There are also a lot of people that get that buried in the ocean. They're like, set out to sea. Hmm. Yeah. Dude, there's so many dead bodies in the ocean. <laughs> Guys, don't go to the ocean. I'm five miles. There's a lot of dead bodies in there. If there's a dead... Is there's a dead, dead body within five miles? hundred miles is so long. Listen, I'm an out of sight, out of mind kind of guy. <laughs> 30 feet? <laughs> I, is, Take my glasses off, 10 feet? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was say 30 feet. No, you can... No, visibility. You for the ocean is if very you, high. If you go to the ocean and look at the horizon, you're probably looking hundreds of miles away. Not true. Tens of miles away? I'd go tens, yeah. The horizon... Yeah, the horizon. How if many look at the horizon? How many nautical miles can a human eye see? Four thousand. I'm kidding. I don't think it's that, but I think it's a hundred-ish, over a hundred. Come on, nautical miles. Naked eye, clear day. I literally looked up how many nautical miles can the naked eye see. 
three. No. Yeah. If I look at the horizon, I'm seeing three, three miles. miles away. Do you realize how far three miles is? It takes if you walk three miles, I've, it takes yeah, I've walked. Three it takes miles. an hour. Yeah, because that's a distance over time thing. I don't care about distance over time. I'm caring about like, can I see? Yeah, but if you but you can't see if you just walked a plane like a straight plane. By the time you finished your 5K, which is 3.2 miles, by the time you finished a 5K, you could look back and you would see about where you started and not much further than that. Bottom left. What does that mean? Visibility, 10 miles. Uh, like, depending on how foggy the... the... So if it's, if it's relatively foggy... It's not foggy right now, so I, know. I can... What, see 10 miles? So, oh, wow. It varies slightly depending on a person's height. The horizon is approximately 3.1 miles away. Damn. That's crazy. The, okay, here we go. The maximum distance the human eye can see if unobstructed is 12 miles. Wow, then the visibility is great today. Yeah, it's about it's as good as you can get. It's not more. Yeah, well, I mean, like, 12 miles is really fucking far. I drive, like, 20 miles to work every day. I have no perception of, <laughs> like, how far things are. Anyway, we'll say, we'll say five miles. Because I think it is different on the ocean because... I don't know. Maybe reflection has something to do with it. I don't know why it's only three miles. It's at 15 miles. I don't think it's 15 miles. No, I want that body 15 miles from me. 15 if miles. I'm going to swim in the ocean. If it's just at the bottom of the ocean, if it's under the sand, then like two miles, two miles. See, I'm going to go three miles. Uh huh. Floating. <laughs> I didn't even think about floating. No, three miles <laughs> oh, yeah. floating, you could see it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. What's that out there? You just think it's a fish. It's a buoy. It's a buoy. No, it's a boy. It's a buoy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so then floating, I would go five miles. Bottom of the ocean, I'd go two miles. And under the sand, I'd probably go like 200 feet. Yeah. Yeah. Funny episode today. Good job. <laughs> What? Oh, we, you want to talk about like dick or something? We said whale cum. We did. Hey, whale cum is pretty good. Whale cum to the ocean. That's funny. Okay. Speaking of whale cum. Yes. This episode is sponsored by Audible. <laughs> you can't go into the ad with whale cum. Seth, play the music. Audibletrial.com slash ABP. You know, uh, our buddy Ty, uh, marine biology. It's a very interesting thing. There are many benefits to being a marine biologist, and if you want to read a little bit about ocean life and uh, maybe dead bodies at sea, if you're into a little bit of a, 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 a murder mystery or something like dead that. Dead bodies at sea? Uh, what? What? There are thousands of titles, and I promise you there are plenty about this exact situation. And you know what? There are premium titles on Audible as well. Things that even with the free trial, you can't read, because you gotta pay for those things. Bitch. If Audible just thought ahead, uh, which they did... You get sent one free credit to unlock any of these premium titles, and you can go ahead and listen to that. Listen to an audiobook, man. While you're on your boat, at sea, looking for dead bodies. I know you're doing it. You're a sick fuck. That's weird. Don't- Can you say sick fuck in the middle of an ad? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Hey. Come on. Read an audiobook. <laughs> you sick fuck. Audiobooks, podcasts, and more. <laughs> go to audibletrial.com slash ABP. Try it out today. This episode is sponsored by Audible. Love you guys. Love you. Audible. My thing is, if I can uh, listen to an audiobook that says the words uh, sick fuck, then I'm allowed to say it in the ad. 
And I want to say a huge thank you to absolutely everyone for watching and listening. And an extra special intimate thank you to Kansas, Olivia, Jamie, and Valerie for people that support yeah. the show monthly. Thanks for that, Burp. No problem anytime, sir. If you can do that and would like to do that, not Burp, but support the show, you can go to anchor.fm slash anything but. That is anchor.fm slash anything but. It'll bring you to our homepage where there's a support button. Hey, man. I thought my volume was down. Hey, man. I thought my volume was down. It's still up. It can't pick it up from here. It can. I'm, no, I'm I don't hearing think so. <laughs> it. Are you watching our own show? Or is that uh, Seth's Snapchat it's Seth's story? Seth's Snapchat story, yeah. Okay. Anchor.fm slash anything but, and there's a support button right there that you can go ahead and click and support the show in monthly donations of 99 cents, 4.99, or 9.99. And we'll say your name at the end of every show, and thank you for letting us do this. Christian is watching a video right now. We're doing a podcast, and he's doing that. You know what? Why would you support the show if this is what you're supporting? Look at them. Look at them. Look at them. Dude, that thing is fucked. I want to thank our producers, Salty Sloth Productions. Their link is in the episode description for uh, uh, letting us kind of do our thing and for producing us as well as they do. Uh, go check out their stuff. Go check out 353 Studios. This is the place we record. They're going through some upgrades, and I dare say that in just a few episodes, maybe uh, two to three episodes, we will be in a new setup. Same studio, different setup. And I'm so pumped for that. So check out 353 Studios. They're Absolutely. also great. Um, anything else we said we'd link in this episode, we will link. Uh, <laughs> and you can find it down there. I forget what we promise. I don't know, dude. Uh, but other than that, <laughs> today wasn't the funniest episode in the world, but it was kind of interesting discussion. I'll say yeah, it. I'll hey. say it. That was cool. No, that was fun. I had a good time. Yeah. I don't think every episode has to be gut busting. No, nah, not gut busting. You can't have a crock pot room every episode. No, dude. That, I think that crock pot room bit is one of my favorite bits we've ever done. That's <laughs> a good one. It was really funny. I like when you can just go on. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to put that on TikTok. Oh, neither can I. Anywho. Uh, hey, follow us on TikTok. Uh, leave a review on iTunes and uh, Spotify, wherever you listen. Uh, follow, download some episodes, uh, join our Discord. Let us know that you are here. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, you want to hear us talk about something in particular? Join that Discord. We have a suggestions tab where you can just say, hey, talk about this, and we probably will. We will, yeah, absolutely we will. We just did that pretty recently. We, we did. It was uh, really fun. I was actually going to look again to see if there was what anything else. What episode was that? 71. Oh, How to Rob a Bank. How to Rob a Bank. That was a user submission, and it was a hell of an episode. One so. of my favorites we've ever done, genuinely. Yeah, genuinely. So thank you, Anonymous Fibonacci, for uh, 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 suggesting that. And if you want to suggest it, go to our Discord. Link in the episode description. Y'all know it by now. Y'all know. So we love you, and we'll be seeing you next episode. We might be talking about another user submission we might really like. You have yeah. an idea? You have an idea? You want to tease them? Tease them. Soup. Um, nice. Soup episode. Soup uh cody for hire says need more erotic fanfic to curse my senses conspiracy theories mandela effect a lot of things you need to do research for we'll do mandela effect yeah you got any yeah i have some experiences with like freaking out over is that really i have i have some good conversation great it's yeah. already brewing in my head yeah we'll fuck it up so we will fuck it up next episode we'll see you then peace out guys with apb did you mean to do that that's always been that Look. And it's like different. Dude, if that had Mandela been different. Did you just try to poke my nippy nip? Yeah. Why'd you miss? <laughs> oh, my tippy tip. Thank God that's not fiberglass. <laughs> oh, I've had glass in my dick. I've heard that's painful. <laughs>